Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world-traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. And it's Ayers on the Road in Hawaii, and... which is a muddy road <laughs> because it's raining. Oh, now you've said that, we got to say a little more, Linda. So we... So we build a little house on Maui. It's a little house, but it's really kind of cool. Our son, our, actually, our we son didn't who build lives it. here. Our son did it. But the access to it is a dirt track, which is now a mud track because as those of you who listen every week know, we were here last week where we broadcasted the show from and we're still here and it hasn't stopped raining <laughs> In the entire week that's gone by well, in the interim. Yesterday we did stand out in, in Jonah's back garden and we made two gallons of orange juice from the oranges that had fallen from his tree and tangerines. Oh, and, and it stopped raining just long it enough. It stopped raining just long enough <laughs> to do that. But um, I'm sad for the people that came to Hawaii, saved their money for their whole lives the first time, then last time maybe they'd be here, and it has not quit raining. But although, it's beautiful. Although, although it's beautiful. As, we, as we mentioned, the, the lovely thing about Maui is that you could always drive to the south side of the island and find some sun, and that's exactly what we've been doing and what we're right. going to do today. Right. But all that all that is just foo-fa, Linda, because we're... <laughs> We're excited about our topic for today on the show, and you might not, well, you might be excited when you hear the name of today's show or when you read it on your podcast app or whatever. The name of today's show is one word. It's an 11-letter word. It starts with S. Some people think they know what it means, but they actually don't. We think it's a word that can create a mindset that opens us to inspiration and revelation that lifts us to a more spiritual place and that actually changes the way we view life in, in, in a positive way. So can you believe we haven't told you that, that what the word is yet? <laughs> well, through the years, we've probably talked about this before, but I have to say I'm sitting by the master guru of the world on the word serendipity. Here it is. You just revealed it. The word is serendipity. The adjective is serendipitous. Again, I apologize for those who have sort of misused the word. I mean, there's a movie called Serendipity, which which sort of treats the word as though it means luck or fate. It doesn't mean that. It means something much more spiritual, something that's far more relevant to our families and our relationships and our parenting and our marriages. And we're going to share those secrets with you today. As you can tell, I was right about what I said. And I do know that because we at one point in our lives moved to London and settled our kids in schools. And then we went to the origin of the word serendipity, which was Sri Lanka. In Sri Lanka. We oh, went there for a week. You're giving them a teaser. You're getting ahead of us. And it was good. it was pretty amazing. Well, first, um, first we started out by going to the British Museum and reading an ancient manuscript, which is the origin of the word serendipity. But we'll get to all that. Um, before we do, though, Linda, one quick thing. One quick thing. We are, we talked on the show last week about these awards that are being given. Think of the Academy Awards, think of the Oscars, think of the Emmys, think of the Tonys, think of 
all those awards, isn't it about time there was an award for family content, for social media like FaceTime and Instagram and, and even blogs and websites and podcasts and YouTube? Isn't it about time there was an award for people who put content on those internet sites that helps families just the opposite of what yeah. we hear so much today that actually helps us be better parents, gives us good ideas, gives us motivation to prioritize our marriages and our family. Don't you think people who do that, number one, they're kind of hard to find because they're like a needle in a haystack sometimes on social media. But don't you think they deserve some recognition? Well, we talked about this last week, and it really is exciting because we've been going through some of this, and it is astonishing what is done on the on the internet. Good that is stuff, helpful for families. That stuff is really inspiring for families. That gives us an, a, a kind of an inside look at other families and how they try to do things. I mean, if you can get past the "oh man, I can't do that," and or "I can't believe that I'm looking at this because I'll never be that good," or whatever it is, it's just a lot of good ideas. So why are we telling you this when the topic of the show is serendipity? We're going to get right back to that topic, but we, the reason we want to bring it up again is that you can vote your votes the vote the public votes will determine who wins these awards they're called the family is social media awards and you can vote for your favorite instagrammer or facebooker or blogger or whatever and here's something even more important linda as you look through the list of those who were nominated you're going to see some of the best family content that exists on the web. In other words, you don't have to search through the haystack to find those little golden noodles, right. golden needles. <laughs> Someone has done it for you. A panel of judges has gone through literally hundreds, if not thousands of websites, found the best ones, and they've been nominated, and now you can see them and you can click on them. So this is our challenge to you. Find a little time. Go online, go to awards.family.is, I-S, instead of .com, it's I-S. So awards.family.is, and you will see a button there that says vote. You push the button, and then you'll see 10 nominees in each of these categories, the best family stuff on the Internet. And cast your vote. Be part of choosing this. Anyway, um... That is kind of serendipity that that, that happened to come up, but um, it is really uh, an interesting project that we've done, and we've been really inspired by it. Um, but back to the word serendipity. And um, don't dismiss this, listeners. Don't say, oh, I don't want to hear about some word. I want help on my family. This is the best kind of help we can ever offer parents, is to help you as marriage partners and parents develop a mindset that allows for better relationships. Um, okay, we better and, get and into serendipity the... serendipity is the mindset. It is. We better get into the nitty-gritty. And just in my simple mind, uh, just so that you kind of know what we're talking about, every day something happens to you that's serendipity. If you label it as that, it, it's amazing how often that comes up in your mind. So serendipity is finding something wonderful that you weren't really looking for when you woke up in the morning. It just happens to you in the day. 
and then you relish what it is that happens. Well, and you begin to see from what Linda said how this can change your perspective because for many of us, when something unexpected happens, we're like, oh, no, I'm thrown off my plan. I'll never get my to-do list done because this unexpected thing came up and I resented, I resisted, I, I didn't want it to happen. I've already got too much to do. Serendipity is about saying, wait a second, maybe that's the best thing that happened all day today. Maybe there's a positive twist you can put on that. Maybe your your plan for your day is not as good as some of the opportunities that came to you that day. Um, it really, I'm thinking about yesterday for a minute, just to give you an example. We're living just maybe, how many, 80 yards away from our son and and his wife and five beautiful children. And um, it is so great. And we just went over there yesterday thinking that we'd say hi on our way to the other side of the island. And lo and behold, he's in the backyard <coughs> making orange juice from all of these beautiful tangerines and oranges that have fallen off his tree. He just shakes the tree, and then all these uh, oranges and tangerines fall down. And then he has a machine that he can do and we started you made cutting gallons of the most wonderful fresh squeeze oh it was so good and he it calls was... a pog passion fruit orange and guava not guava, guava. no passion. oh but now then he put some tangerine yeah tangerine. So he called it pot yeah p-o-t <laughs> anyway um but while we're there a neighbor comes and says we have an extra bunny <laughs> my granddaughter doesn't like the bunny anymore can we bring it over well they have baby bunnies at their house and they brought over this little lop ear, Holland lop ear bunny, and our little um, Elsie, our granddaughter, who's just turning 13 today, went crazy over this little bunny and just sat down on the thing and said, Don't worry, bunny, I will take care of you forever. You will never wa want for attention well. again in your life. And I just thought, you know, if I could just take a picture of that, that was a moment. That was a moment. That will never happen again. Well, that's a great example, Linda, because, you know, we didn't plan when we got up that we would go over there and learn how to make orange juice and have some great relationship moments with some of our grandkids and meet this new neighbor who came over, a Hawaiian guy, and get a new bunny and on and on. I mean, <laughs> you don't plan. The, the, the simple bottom line is most of the best things that happen to us are not things we plan. They're things that come up. And... and Here's the definition of serendipity, and I think you'll really resonate with this, and you'll begin to see how this can change you as a parent and as a marriage partner and in the other relationships of your life. Horace Walpole, who we'll get to more in the second half of the show, is the Englishman who coined the word. And here's how he defined his word that he made up, and we'll tell you about the origin of it later. But he said, serendipity is a state of mind whereby a person through awareness and sensitivity frequently finds something better than the thing which he was seeking. That's so interesting. In other words, you're not just wandering around waiting for something to happen. You've got a plan. You've got a list. You've got things to do. That's why, that's why the definition says find something better than that which you were seeking because you're aware, you're open to possibility, you're spontaneous, and because of that, you notice things that others miss and that you would otherwise miss, which make your day better, which make your relationships better. Teaching moments with children, 
romantic moments with your partner, so many things that if you have a serendipity mindset, you see them, and if you don't, you don't. And, you know, really, it just makes your day much, much more interesting. When so often we try to brush those things aside and just say, I, I, can't, I, don't, I don't have, have time, time for that. I don't have time. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And, and at the end of the day, I'm just, oh, shoot, I didn't get my list done today. But then when you think back of all the things that did, you did get done that you couldn't have planned, that you couldn't have expected, it makes your day pretty exciting. Somebody asked us not long ago after a speech, it was a very interesting question. They said, if you, if you could just, if you could typify, I mean, you've, you've met so many parents all over the world. What is it that makes a good parent? And I thought, wow, how do you answer that? That's, that's a complicated question. There's so many things involved. And I didn't think of this at the time, but if I had, I would have said, you know, the thing the the sort of quality that runs through the best parents we've met is a kind of serendipity. They have a plan, they have goals, they work hard at their parenting, but they're always aware of things that they might not be expecting, some situation that allows them to teach a certain lesson or some moment when a child is particularly open to expressing himself or a time when there's a real intimate feeling and, and it's serendipity that really creates not only good parenting, but makes parenting more fun. It does, and it doesn't only apply to parenting. It applies to business. We have a son and a couple of sons now that are working on a new business, international business, and their whole success this year is based on serendipity. Yeah, um, you know, finding, finding things, they, finding didn't, things they didn't expect or they didn't want to go out that day and find, but it was there. You might be able to tell that we really love this word. It's more than a word to us. It's a concept. It's a mindset. It's a paradigm. And we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to tell you more about the origin of the word, how we got so involved with it that we've written a couple of books now on serendipity. And we're going to try to apply it more to you and to your family. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. And we're back. I'm talking today about one of our favorite words, things, experiences. It's not even fair to just call it a word, is it? Right. It's, it's It's an attitude. That's what it is. It's an attitude. Think about that for a minute. A lot of us develop attitudes of control. We want to control things. We want to control our kids. We want to control our schedules. We want to control what happens to us every day. And when things don't go just as we planned, we feel like we're losing control and we get nervous, we get we frustrated. Feel like failures. We you know, feel we like didn't failures. do it. And serendipity is an alternative to that. It's like, how about a different attitude? How about, yeah, I make a list, I plan my day, I do the best I can to do the things that I need to do and that are expected of me. But I leave some margins where I can experience the surprises of the day and take them in a positive way. If an old friend calls me on the phone, I don't think to myself, I don't have time for you. I'm too busy with all my things I'm trying to do. You think, wow, what a great thing. An old friend, I want to talk. When a child comes in and says, hey, mom, look at the sun out there and look at that, look at that puddle. Can we go out there and play? 
and you don't you don't say no no I, I'll have to pencil you in for four this afternoon I'm too big that doesn't work with kids serendipity that's the key always always trade a how do how do we used to say it Linda there was we turned an old cliche around um, never put off till tomorrow that which you can do today that's what that's what our parents that that's sort of the control mentality never put off till tomorrow that which you can do today we turn it around to say always put off a put offable in favor of a now or never these little moments that come where you got it you got to grab the moment you got to seize that moment now i just a memory <clears throat> popped back in my mind we used to talk about this story a lot and i haven't thought about it for years you were driving on a freeway at one at one point in your business life and and with you know white grip knuckles on the thing you were late for a meeting and you were traffic worried jam. about what was going to happen in the meeting and then huge traffic jam and it just came to a total stop and I think you called in and said, there's just no way I can make it. Do the best you can. You pulled off the side of the road and went to sleep. <laughs> I took a Honestly, nap. <laughs> I can't believe it. This I felt man so much better can fall when I asleep woke up. on a dime anywhere, anytime. He just was tired and he went to sleep and he woke, was woken by a little knock, knock, knock on his window and it was a police officer. It was a highway patrolman saying, are you okay, sir? And I, I woke up. I'd had a nice half hour nap. The traffic jam was gone. I felt so good. That's kind of a, a, a that's a little bit of a strange example, but little little serendipities come up all the time. I mean, the next time you see your child, your three-year-old stomping in a puddle, instead of oh no, you're going to ruin your new shoes. Oh, get out of there! Haven't I taught you? You know, think about it. Maybe take his shoes off, and maybe take your shoes off. And maybe walk in the puddle together. I mean, serendipity is an attitude where you're open to life. You're open to relationships. You're open to, you relish. We, we often challenge people when we speak on serendipity. Try to find three a day. Try to find three times in a day when something happens that you didn't plan, couldn't have planned, but it's a good thing. And you relish it. You take advantage. Write it down. Capture them for a little while. And start realizing how great serendipity can be. Well, you know, it's one of those things that it, it takes a while to change your mind about what you're doing. And to, to really think about what is it that I really want to do today? I mean, you obviously you have to have a plan. You're not saying you don't have a plan for the day. You, you have, well, except that we're trying not to have a plan, but it's really hard well, not to have a plan. Well, we're trying in Hawaii because in Hawaii. we're trying to do some writing. But do you think I should really, I mean, these, these radio listeners, Linda, these podcasts, they deserve the full treatment, right? Right. So we'll give you, I'm going to give you really a fast thumbnail sketch of this. From my personal standpoint, and Linda will correct me and slip in here, but real quickly, I discovered this word when I was, uh, well, quick story. I'm at Harvard Business School studying to be a corporate leader, da, 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 and I have this professor who says to us things like, never be surprised if you are ever surprised. It means you've failed to do sufficient contingency planning. We are training you to lead corporations. You must always act and never react, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, 
this impressionable young guy and I'm like, wow, this is, this is, I want to be strong. I want to control things. Well, as luck would have it, I went that summer to Hawaii, right here where we are, although I was on Oahu. I had a summer job. I was an intern with an airline and I could fly for free. So on weekends, I would go to the other islands. And one time I went to the big island of Hawaii and I was I was hitchhiking. I was trying to get from Hilo to Kona, for those of you who know the island. That's a long way. And, and um, the roads in those days weren't that great. I thought I'd have to get a dozen rides to get there. First car came by and stopped for me and it was a Hawaiian couple. I'll never forget them, Rusty and Honey. And they drove me. I didn't think they were going to drive me across the island. They, they, they would stop the car. They'd get out and say, you come down here, we show you big waterfall most tourists never see. And we'd go see the waterfall and they'd drive a little further. Oh, we stop here, we show you, we show you fern forest, very beautiful. And we show you a volcano. And by the end of the day, we had driven all the way across the island. I had seen a dozen things that most tourists never see. It was a wonderful day for me. And I said, Rusty and honey, you're so awesome. What luck, you were going all the way to Kona and you took me all the way here. And Rusty looked at me and he said, no, 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 we were not going Kona. We were going to a grocery store. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and he said this crazy thing that made me, it set me on the path to serendipity. He said, we can go grocery store tomorrow, cannot drive you to Kona tomorrow, as though it was the most obvious thing. And I thought, wow, do I want to be this Harvard Business School guy who controls everything and never does anything he doesn't plan? And my mind started saying, no, no, I think I'd kind of rather be rusty. I'd kind of rather <laughs> enjoy life. Well, then, to make a long story really short, the next year, the very next year, I discovered this word serendipity. And the minute I read this definition, I'll say it for you again, a state of mind whereby a person through awareness and sensitivity frequently finds something better than that which he was seeking. And I suddenly thought, that's the bridge. I can be like this professor at the business school who says, plan, have a goal, be proactive, act, don't react. I can have that kind of plan. I can have that kind of proactivity, but I can add to it this sensitivity, this awareness that allows me to see other things, see people, see their needs, see relationships, see spontaneity, see children, see all these things that I would, I don't, I want to take the blinders off. I'm not only interested in my little list of things to do. I want to see all around me. And I want to live in the world that God puts me in each day. See what I mean? I am sitting by the guru of the world of serendipity. And actually, our lives have been so much more fun because of serendipity. Um, if we hadn't discovered that word, perhaps we would have um, we would have still had fun, maybe. But <laughs> No, we'd have been control freaks. We still have to fight against being control freaks. Yeah, it is so hard. And when you're home with young children... There is no hope. You do not oh, have boy. control. That's what you taught me, Linda, speaking of teaching each other. Linda taught me that, you know, 
that serendipity is an important quality in any phase of life, but when you're a parent, you better develop serendipity. You are not going to control those children every minute. They are not going to always want to do what you want them to do. They are not always going to just fall into some little pattern you've set for them. The teaching moments when you can really teach them are not going to come right at the time you happen to want them to come. You've got to be serendipity as a parent. And, you know, I think the way you develop this really is, you know, go ahead and write your list of things to do or your plan or however you do it. But at the end of the day, go back and think about the serendipities that happened to you during the day. Yeah. And, you know, I just was thinking about that that experience yesterday. That was just a golden moment. And if you don't write it down, it's lost. Forget it in one day. And so I, I think it's just so important to be aware, be watching for it, but then relish it at the end of the day. Write it down and remember what a good time you're having. Sometimes remembering that is really Ooh, important. that's so good. The two R words you just used, Linda, you, you relish the moments when they happen, and then you remember them by writing them down. Relish and remember. And that's how you train yourself to become more of a magnet for these serendipity moments, don't you think? Or serendipitous. Seren serendipitous <laughs> We're moments. We're making up all kinds of words. Well, no, here, those are the, that is the adjective form. But it is really important. I just think I started having so much more fun when I realized that there were so many wonderful things happening in my life that I was missing because I wasn't looking back at the end of the day and saying, what happened to me today that I loved? Yeah. And then you realize that you are having a lot more fun than you thought you were. Than you thought you were. That's exactly right. Now, <clears throat> for those of you, you know us on Ours on the Road. We always want to give you as much as we can in a half hour and then give you a reference or a resource to find out more. And we did write a book called Serendipity of the Spirit. And then we did another version of it with Random House called Spiritual Serendipity. And those books are available for free on IrsFreeBooks.com. So if you want to pursue this a little further and really get into it and see if you can change your mindset a little bit and become a more serendipitous person, just go to IrsFreeBooks.com and have at it. Yeah, just download any book that you want. And it is pretty pretty amazing how many are there we just we can put them there once we've uh, they're not in print anymore and so go take a look and see and there are so many more suggestions in that book um, that we have not been able to get to today so if this is resonating resonating with you because it's a learning process don't you think oh I mean, totally it isn't just you can do this tomorrow and that'll be good I mean it really is a, a part of your lifestyle becomes part of your lifestyle so what I would say Linda is that we are hoping for serendipity right now here on Maui because serendipity for us right now would be the sun to break through. And there's a rooster crowing. Maybe you heard that, so maybe that's going to bring the sun on. But we want to end today with just a special wish for you, our listeners. We, we love you, even though we've never met most of you. We, we appreciate that you're involved, most of you, in family relationships. And the goal of ours on the road is to try to help you with those relationships. And serendipity is a word that we think you'll find useful in that regard. And another final reminder, take a look at another website. This one is called awards.org. 
family dot is is and that's where you'll find 60 social media sources that we think will be helpful to your family and while you're there go ahead and vote for your favorite and that may lead to them getting an award the family is social media awards well we've had a great time today we hope that we've introduced this new word in your life that you'll think about during the week and that you will join us again next week on Irons on the Road. We'll see you then. Have a happy week, and we'll be with you in another week's time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.